Wow. Your life is complete now. <laughs> it is, seeing it from this side. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the crowded hour. As that music indicates, uh, the crowd here, I'm reading my notes. I've now declared this is the world's number one game show about connection. I'm your host, Billy Baker, and the concept for this show comes from an old poem which proclaims that one crowded hour of glorious life is worth an age without a name. And for my money, the most reliable way to achieve an hour of glorious life is to act up with a friend. And today on the show, we have a buddy who is a rare combination in that he is both kind and nice. <laughs> I'm going to get to why that bothers me. Because, well, I'll get to it right now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, it's been said, I don't know if you've ever heard this, that East Coasters are kind but not nice, and West Coasters are nice but not kind. Yeah, okay, now you're hitting in my wheelhouse. And then yet this fella in front of me is both, to the point where even though he is rather tall, my wife always refers to him as sweet little Mark Whitman. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Mark Whitman to the show. Wow, thanks Billy Baker, that's right. quite an intro. <laughs> right. So let's get right into that. Uh, how are you both kind and nice, and why do you make it look so easy, and what are you trying to hide? <laughs> you know that <laughs> that's funny uh all right so i'll put it this way uh i am i am uh my twin brother and i are the youngest of seven boys i didn't know that yeah, yeah. they're all boys all boys all boys look at this we're yeah. already learning things <laughs> right? okay i so, knew you were a twin but i didn't know this oh okay. yeah yeah that's it's it's uh it's 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 a mountain of beef <laughs> at our house <laughs> i mean it's holy cow okay yeah. so uh so I had to learn to be kind and also uh, how to be nice and how to say stuff and get away with it. Okay. So that that maybe that's where it comes from. Okay. And that and my mom is like the like a literal marshmallow. She's just like uh, the nicest person or whatever, and I just kind of emulate her, I guess. It's funny. I uh, the last time I talked about this on my last uh, podcast, which you were a loyal listener of, uh, remembering I'm an animal. That's which right. Which is why that music uh, means so much to you, Mark. It does. Uh, it's in my soul. It's the same music we use there. So, um, before we get into the show, and I'll explain what the show is. If you are not a loyal listener, uh, I'm very curious. Yesterday. I dragged you through a thing. So for the first time ever, yes. you you came to fire and ice. Okay, that's what we call it where we do the sauna and then the ice bath, the cold plunge, which yesterday was very much an ice bath. And uh, I, I sort of, I watched you go through it. Uh, I went through <laughs> it. I mean, there's no way you're not going through it, but I had told you to save your thoughts for when we're on the air. So yes. how did the rest of your day go? How, uh, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I got to start with the fire and ice that I knew per previously was like a Mongolian barbecue. So this was nothing <laughs> like that. Uh, I was not, uh, you know, eat until I explode. But uh, so... It was uh, it was interesting. I got to say, I felt incredibly relaxed afterwards. Okay, like like I had had a, a good workout with actually having a good workout. Yeah, kind yeah. of a kind of a deal. Um, I didn't have uh, I didn't have the luxury of like just being able to do nothing afterwards. Okay, so so uh, but I was as I was sitting in the parking lot uh, for an hour at the school because Maggie was at her uh, basketball uh, practice before she went babysitting. I was just thinking there, you know, I was actually, I was listening to the Dan uh, episode. So, okay. I was, you know, making sure I was caught up on my uh, favorite <laughs> podcast, but I was just sitting there going, all right, you know, I feel pretty good. Like okay. this is like Dan's talking about his, his best day. And in fact, I think he said something about, uh, you know, if you haven't had your best day a couple of times, 
then you're doing it wrong. And I was like, you know, this is, this could be one of those days. So it just, Oh wow. It okay. Was. Now, whether it ended that way entirely, I don't know, but I, I, I think it was uh, to that point. It definitely was. It was. It was getting there. I was like, "All right." I'm so glad to hear that. It, it's a reset button. A lot of people are afraid of it, and understandably, my wife wants to know part because I, I came <laughs> home raving about how like Mark loved it, and you should come, and she doesn't want to do either the sauna or the ice. <laughs> and that work, it, it's both, and it's a roller coaster. I sent you after it. I was wearing my smartwatch in the for the whole thing, and yeah. I sent you. I mean, my heart rate went up to like. 180 in the sauna and then like i don't know what it was like 60 in the ice in a minute you know yeah. i mean it looked like it went off a cliff let's hope that's healthy for your heart yeah. uh it'll well, Ma- Ma- maggie's uh maggie's parting shop to me before i left to go and do that was like dad be careful you sure you want to do this <laughs> okay and so maggie's your what 14 year old daughter yeah. uh high yeah. school freshman yes. uh we both have kid two kids are in the exact same grade which is how we know each other and yeah. uh and they're buddies they've been buddies forever uh boy girl freshman and then boy boy in fifth grade uh ripping it up yep. uh i not to make this about me but i I think we got we were done about one o'clock. I went home way over eight. My parents were there and they got takeout pizza, ate so much, <laughs> started fading, took a nap, and I've never had a nap like this. It was so deep that I was awake at the bottom. I was awake enough to go, Billy, it's four o'clock. You can't keep sleeping way down here. Or you're never gonna go to sleep tonight. I was wow. able to be lucidly in a deep sleep. Wow. It was a, it was a thing, or at least that's what I was telling myself what was happening. Uh, Those are the best kind. It, uh, certainly. So let's get to the show. So the way the show works, we have some uh, recurring segments. We're going to walk Mark through them today, and uh, we're going to do trivial, which I uh, haven't done in a little bit. These are trivia questions that have no good answer. I've asked all of these before, but they are now consuming my life. <laughs> awesome. Where everywhere I go, if someone wants to shout at me that they have the <laughs> correct answer for these. We'll go through some of Mark's favorites, simple enough. Uh, speed round. We'll discuss his ingredients for a perfect day. We will do what uh, in the past I've called Proust questions based on Marcel Proust, French writer who popularized a parlor game where he asked questions that were supposed to reveal one's true self. I haven't been calling them a Proust questionnaire for a while because I kind of moved away and came up with my own or stole them from Reddit or whatever. But sorry for you. I was looking again (laughs) at the Proust questionnaire and realized there were some very good, deep, hard ones that I had never bothered to transfer on one of these index cards. I'm going to put them to you today. Uh, From there, we'll we'll hear your top five list, which uh, is your own choosing. The only rule is I don't know what it is. And then at the end, we're going to do high, low, right, wrong, surprise, which will be uh, on a topic of my choosing that relates to (laughs) Mark Whitman in front of me. So with no further ado, Mark, let's do trivial, okay? All right, got it. So let's um, feel like we need to just send along the introduction. Okay. This is a question that came up the other day. So Mark and I, our kids were in some uh, Christmas pageant or something. I'm talking to Mark afterward. And then some other parents come up to me and they're like, I forget. what do, She was like shouting Trader Joe's at me or yes. something. And I was, it was like, okay, what are you talking about? She's like, the question, which in here is the question. You're on Route 1 in Saugus and you have to take a dump. Where do you go? And what was confusing was I said to the mom, Beth Walsh, it's like, did you do you listen to my podcast? And she was like, "What podcast?" I was like, "Wait, so I, you think I'm just roaming around the world asking this question?" So, uh, 
I still don't know the answer to that, but <laughs> I, I am doing it one-on-one. So, Mark, you're on Route 1 in Saugus, and you have to take a dump. Where Where do you go? Yeah, so uh, Cane's. Oh, Can- what so is that? Cane- Cane's Donut World, man. It's great. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the great thing about Cane's is you go in, and so it's right next to... Uh, uh, donkeys right below the orange dinosaur because it used to be the where the mini golf place was so now it's all a bunch of so you go through there and and the drive through as you're going out you gotta go right past past a crossfit so (laughs) it's perfect you know so yeah that's definitely the place the place they they're good you know what's funny is uh now everyone's asking follow-up questions which is what side of route one am i on we were discussing this it's impossible to turn let me Pause for a sec. If you are not from the North Shore or Cape Ann and you don't know what I'm talking about, Route 1 in Saugus, you leave the city of Boston, you go over the Tobin Bridge, you kind of wind around for a little bit, and next thing you know, you're in the 1950s, basically. You're on this three-mile stretch. I timed it once or, or whatever, clocked it once. You know it's only three miles long. It That's, feels like it's yeah, it feels eternity. Like it's forever. And it's got both Americana from the era when Route 1 was the main north-south road in the United States, and it has Walmarts and Canes and all that. So uh, there, there's basically every option you can think of to take a poop, and yeah. we're learning a lot about people by uh, their choice. Mark's going uh, to Canes Donuts. And it, it'll also make you take a poop because uh, <laughs> my, my family legit, so I grew up in the South Shore, my family will not drive Route 1, most of them. Okay. I have a sister-in-law that's from up here, but my twin brother will drive 128 around the whole around Boston and everything else. Not to avoid Route 1? Just to avoid Route 1. I get it. And when I first moved up here, I was the same way, and someone told me, and I didn't believe them. They're like, you'll get to know it. You'll know yeah. what lane to be in. You'll know how to get through there without it feeling stressful, and I, I enjoy it now. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, moving on. Mark. Yes. Detectives are about to search your house, and you have 10 minutes to hide a paper clip. Where are you putting it? Oh, man. You, I, I keep thinking about this, and I haven't come up with a good answer yet, because my answer was uh, was like in the insulation in the basement. You're like, that's the first place they check. I mean, I've been watching a lot of detective shows, and they rip the whole place apart, so yeah. it's got to be... Uh, so probably next to something metal. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I put it behind the the the... Uh, circuit breakers, the, the electrical panel or something. Ooh, okay. That's good. They'd yeah. have to really destroy the place to yeah. get it. Maybe they get a zap in the... <laughs> there must be some <laughs> some paperclip. Okay, Mark, and now the other question that's consuming my life. Which state has the least number of rednecks? <sighs> okay, I should have an answer for this too, and I don't. Um, I, I'm definitely going with a New England state. It's probably Rhode Island. I would think Massachusetts, but I think once you get into Western Massachusetts, like there's, you yeah, know, you're 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 more rednecky. So I'm going with Rhode Island. Okay, uh, Rhode Island has been the leader in the clubhouse. Connecticut emerged for a little bit, and then the people of Connecticut got so, like angry that we would discount all the rednecks there. Like that angry, that weird angry, like people that don't like mayo angry. You uh-huh, know where they uh-huh. just get so upset about it. That's what Connecticut has done yeah, in my life. I think you got a lot of uh, uh, people, rich people with horses. So there's got to be rednecks to handle those, right? So that's oh. where I'm. That's why I'm going with. Okay, uh, moving on. How old is the youngest person named Dick? <sighs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I think of the two that I knew of in my life, and they're both dead. So dead. Okay, I think <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, and uh, let's see. Moving on here. If you were going about your normal day, how many owls would you need to see before you thought something was wrong? Depends on the day. Uh, I'm gonna go with three. Okay. But maybe one. 
One to three. Okay. Uh, I I have. I don't think I. I think once in my life I've seen an owl. So if I saw one, I'd already be like something's up. But oh, uh, okay. All right. I was thinking about just hearing because I hear them all the time. Okay. But seeing so literally, it, yeah. I, I won't go down that rabbit hole. But no, it is. I've done many birding articles in my life and whatever, and that's how they go birding for owls. They just go listen for them. You yeah. know, I don't think they exist. I think it's someone playing a, a speaker somewhere in the woods. <laughs> that could be. Uh, Okay, what's the most expensive thing you could buy at a Walmart? It's got to be a weapon. It's okay. a, a, like a, a gun of some sort. Whether uh, maybe not here, but okay. uh, it's got to be because everything else is like five cents. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> even the TVs now, like it's something you'd have to take out a second mortgage for, you can get for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm thinking about buying a new TV because I've been sitting in my room, uh, my bedroom alone, shut off by my children because I don't want to watch Dude Perfect on YouTube and uh, watching movies on my laptop just isn't the same. And our final trivial question, Mark, if you, this is kind of similar. If you had to hide a giraffe from the government, where would you put it and why? I don't know okay. why it says and why at the end. Oh, but, that uh, is, yeah. Uh, why? Because you have to hide from the government. I already told you why. Uh, let's see. Uh Hide them like so no one can see them, or just hide them from probably either from the government. Is, e- uh, the techni- I don't know where I got this question. Uh, so it's either honestly, it's either uh, uh, at work or at the zoo. <laughs> I mean, the zoo seems to make sense, right? Just just hide them in plain yeah. sight. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. You you tell me which one which spots are right. So okay, all right. So we'll send that along. Oh, that was sweet. trivial. Uh, all right, let's move on to some favorites. This used to be like the. I don't know what I'm doing here. Well, can I give you a trivial real quick? I heard one this yes. morning. I was like, oh, this is a this is a Billy Baker trivial. Oh yes, we'll right. write it down. Okay, all right. Does a straw have two holes or one? Exactly. Okay. Uh, does a straw have two holes or one? I, a two is what comes to mind, but I would I would hear out the one hole crowd. So I, I, I agree. <laughs> like I would think two ends, but I guess technically, supposedly, and this is where maybe it's trivial. Scientifically, supposedly, it's one because it's one continuous. Okay. Path, but. I still think it's trivial. I think it's that's why I think it's trivial. It's maybe okay. yes, maybe no. So they ah. say one. You know what that reminds me of? Have you seen the thing where what's the uh, the the creature from mythology that's like half man, half horse? Oh, a centaur. That thing. All right. So where is its penis? Is it in front of the back legs or is it in front of the front legs? You know, like oh. picture. Because if, yeah. if you're looking at yeah, it from yeah. the front, it looks like a man, right? Yeah. Is that where its penis is? Or is it way underneath? <laughs> that's, just, that's just his necklace. He's <laughs> wearing a lot of jewelry. All right. Uh, so, all right. We're moving. Uh, we'll, I think I already yeah, sent them. We'll send, send it, it again. again. Why not? Uh, we've got buttons to hit. Um, and hey, uh, this is my favorite okay. one. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? <laughs> Look at Who's us, on? Mark. Look Not at me. us. Wow. All right, moving on to uh, some uh, favorites. I'm only going to do five of these. I've got a million. I'm, I'm yep. going to shuffle them up. And uh, here we go. Favorite movie. I know. It's like the hardest one. Yeah. And I just came up. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. Uh, one I haven't seen in forever, but uh, was always my answer is Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. Can't. Can't go wrong. Yeah, it's great. Getting one. Shawshanked, right? Isn't that what they call it when yeah. you're flipping through the channels and it's on? It's <laughs> like, done. Just going to watch it. Uh, favorite book? Um, can I do a series? Sure. 
honestly, Calum and I are reading the uh, all the Percy Jackson stuff now. Okay. And we love it. It's great. I, I read Which is the how first I knew one. The centaur, like right away. I'm like, that's a centaur. Like the, whatever. Yeah. That matters. You know, my kids know everything about mythology because of the Percy Jackson books. So it's very yeah. impressive. And there's about to be like any day now on Disney Plus a brand new series where Percy Jackson's actually the age he's supposed to be. They made some movies about, uh, and they were like in their late teens. Yeah. It was, uh, we were so, Callum and I were so mad. Actually, Callum was okay with it. I was so mad. I was like, this is crap. That's not who Percy Jackson is. Yeah. I was very much geeking out on it. But, and actually, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the Patriots game yesterday, sadly, and uh, the highlight of the game actually was I saw the previews for that. I'm like, oh, wait. And I actually we saw that as well. That's, <laughs> that's why it came up. I'm like, uh, wait a sec. And I will say, in the I haven't seen the original movies, but I know that Alexandra Daddario is in them, and I'd like to officially declare that I am shifting my hall pass Whoa. from Rachel McAdams to Alexandra Daddario, uh, who is go. in... White Lotus. She was in the Baywatch movies. She is my new hall pass. So, uh, Alexander, I think I'm saying your name right. If you, if you, if you, if you're listening and you're interested, I, I have a hall pass. Okay, Mark, what's your favorite guilty pleasure? Okay, um, sugar of all kinds you were saying this yesterday you have yeah. a wicked sweet tea. Uh, yeah it's 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 bad it's i, I weigh <clears throat> if you can see me good thing it's a radio and not tv uh, okay yeah, I'm, I'm i love sugar way too much <laughs> and uh it is my it is my joy and my downfall i will say i don't have a natural sweet tooth but uh if i open that can of worms if i eat a little bit then i want to eat it all i've always said Cupcakes. It seems like that's a very popular thing, particularly with women. Yeah. Whereas for me, a cupcake is just like one fifth the amount of cake I now want to eat. Right. Like, <laughs> like we've we've started that. Yeah. Okay, Mark. Uh, who's your favorite child? You have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a fishy or goldfish. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm just gonna show. Some of these aren't that good, so I'm gonna um keep going. Mark, what's your favorite month? Oh, okay. Um, this is gonna. This is a little bit. Well, anyway, October. <laughs> October. Okay. Uh, so I, I love the fall. Fall's my favorite uh, season. That is incorrect. But go ahead. Okay, it's my favorite season. I, well, <laughs> I am the master of my opinion. <laughs> uh, so I love fall. Um, and uh, Halloween and my birthday's in October. So okay. I know it all, it's it's kind of. I think everyone has like my birthday's in May, so I'm like, oh, you know, I think you're. It, it's kind of cool, right? Everyone loves their birthday month. What uh, what's your birthday? October twenty fifth. Okay, yeah. and where where on the South Shore are you from? Cohasset. You are? Yeah. Today. It's so funny. We we've, probably talked we've about hung out a million times. I just my memory. I don't know about you, but my memory. No, mine's is just... mine's shot. I I remember all sorts of random stuff, but like other important stuff. No, it's just like in and out. I've talked about this before, but I. The um, the book Ulysses by James Joyce, which as an English major is a holy grail. You're supposed to read Ulysses, and I always, I've read like three pages like fifty times, and uh, <laughs> I always get stopped at the part where he says a pier is a disappointed bridge, and then I daydream about how that's correct, and then I never get back to it again. But before that, uh, one of the characters says, "I can't remember anything. I only remember ideas and sensations." And I think that's where I'm at right now. Like yeah. facts, things like that. I can remember like, yeah, I can remember ideas yeah. and sensations. Okay, Mark. So 
let's send along the favorites and move to uh, your perfect day. Mark, did you okay. bring your ingredients yeah, I, for a perfect I, I day? Have my, I have my ingredients. I'm, I'm going to look at my phone. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't mean to clear my throat right on there. Awesome. All right. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to be uh, very unoriginal uh, and be... It's, it's very similar to what most of your guests have said, honestly. Well, I think it's it's uh, important to just remind yourself it's kind of easy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. not easy, but we know what it is, and yeah. we avoid it. But. Well, and 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 I and I, I I took the angle like a lot of your guests have done, which is like a perfect day in general. I'm not like trying to create the perfect like you right. know it's the last one, and I'm, you got a magic time machine and everything else kind of a day. Um, so that said, uh, time with family and friends. Okay. Um, Finding joy in simplicity. So just, you know, that's one of the things that I liked about yesterday. It was, it was simple. There wasn't a whole lot to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though it was a life-altering experience. And to, it was spontaneous, <laughs> too. I was going to yeah. do it by myself. I drove by your house on the way there, and I was like, I'm just going to text Mark and see if he wants to go. And yeah, yeah sure enough. That's it. And, that, and honestly, that's the way I work most times is like I, I'm awful at planning things, so spontaneous <laughs> usually works much better for me. Um, and then I have uh, good food and drink that satisfies but not stuffs. Like... I, Okay. I'm a, I will tend to, just like you said, like I have a hard time eating just one on something. Yeah, so yeah. I enjoy good food. I like to cook. I like to, um, like if I'm going to bother eating something, I, I don't want it to be crap. Although I will settle for crap a yeah, lot. So, yeah. uh, but I also hate the feeling of being just like completely like out of my mind. Like, Oh, why did I do that afterwards? So, um, all right. So the good food, um, uh, nice setting. So, you know, I think Cape Ann and the scenery around here has been a, a topic a lot. Speaking of scenery, Mark, you you yeah. you sandbagger, you we are <laughs> we are now recording this at your house, yeah, which is on the marsh, and I specifically position my chair so I can see it, and your back is to it. But yeah, yeah. behind us right now, it's like high tide. It is an apocryphal day out. It yeah. is gray and windy, and the power has been going on and off and all that. But your I'm so jealous of the fact that this is your scenery, right? You you have this in your in your life, in your in your soul every day is a this view. So um yeah, good for you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I it's um we're very lucky to be here. It's through, you know, Teresa and her family and kind of everything that kind of got us here. Um and it's it's funny how even like really great things you can become blind to after a while. Not that I'm blind to it, but right. you, you kind of take it for granted. So it's it's always good to kind of have someone. And, and like, where oh. is like, uh, from the angle we're looking, where would like sunrise and sunset be? Do you have okay. those? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, so we, not, not as much sunrise. So sunrise kind of happens over towards the front uh, left corner, kind of where the driveway is, maybe okay. to the left of it. But sunset is right over in that direction. So that's west. We, we, we point almost due north. Okay. So... Where that clearing is, is uh, you keep going straight out there, then you're at the backside of Cranes. Okay. And actually, that little part that's sticking out is, um, oh, I forgot her name, your your friend there, I think. Oh, yeah, the Fentons. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, is there a name for that island? It's, I don't, it, I don't okay. know. It's, it's, it's or still it, it's not there. really an island, but yeah, yeah peninsula. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so in the summertime especially, like, the sunsets are amazing. 
And I, and I should say, for people who are familiar with Cape Ann, Mark lives very close to Farnham, so close that I think you hear them reading numbers all yes. summer long, right? Yep. Like, yeah. 49, your clams are ready. Uh, yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, um, uh, all right, sorry. And last, last one is uh, learning something or solving a problem or utilizing a skill. Like, I, I want to use my brain. So, and you, you, uh, something I've always admired about you is you're very hands on, handy DIY guy. You'll make it happen, right? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I like to do that. I stuff. gotta say, like, you won over a whole group of guys that didn't know you very well <laughs> when we did the Asado, uh, first time last fall. Yeah. So, an Asado, Kevin, Jody, and I, it's still, no one can remember how it came about, but we all got on the same kick. And an Asado is this Argentinian barbecue thing where you, Build the giant fire. The coals fall out of the bottom of the fire. You then move those underneath uh, grills or whatever, and you cook basically on the ground. It's an all-day social event. We su- successfully pulled it off twice. Why? Because as we're in the planning, no one wanted to listen to me except for you. So yeah. good props to you. And I said, <laughs> I kept saying, we can't just build a giant roaring campfire. How are we going to get the coals out? What they do in Argentina is they build a thing called, what is it called? Brazier? Brazier? Brazier. Yeah, Brazier is completely different. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, Brazier, I think is what it was. So it's basically a huge metal basket that you build the fire in. And that way the coals fall right out of the bottom and you, you shovel them out. And Mark just gets some iron fencing. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, picture a stretch of iron fence. Mark gets it, cuts it, welds it, it back into the shape of this thing, shows up with it. I mean, it would have cost us $1,000 to buy this thing. Possibly. You, you <laughs> appeared with it, and it has allowed both of those asados to go off seamlessly. When I say seamlessly, the last time, it was like a... I like melted all the hair off my legs trying to get near the fire. So we need <laughs> yeah. to revise that. But I don't know if I told you the fire was so hot last time that it bent your whatever. Oh, did it really? Yeah. The brassiere or whatever. And wow. I mean, it still works, but it's, that's how hot the fire was. It wow. melted iron. Okay. So it wanted to be something else. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> so you were a hero there. And, uh, and also while we're on it, yeah, it's funny. I couldn't remember where you're from, but I do remember, uh, Again, ideas and sensations. You've had a string of jobs slash careers that are all, you're wearing a t-shirt right now from Woodman's with a yep. clamor on the front. Yep. At some point, you were a commercial clamor. Yep. You owned a, what was it, a toy company? No, <clears throat> we had a candy store. Okay, I could, you owned a candy store. Yeah, and so when we were uh, signing the lease for that, the woman that was our landlord um, had a print shop in there. Uh, okay. with like a World War II era printing press. Okay. So uh, we bought that and I taught myself how to use it. So we did the candy <laughs> store. I know, it's a little bit crazy. Uh, and I made a, yeah, I made a, like a printing shop down in the base, in the garage here. And um, and yeah, so we did letterpress printing for a while. Um, yeah, I'm a facility manager now. I was in sales for a time. I've kind of done a and lot that's, of different and things. And I don't want to get too deep into this because this was uh, the deepness of my very first podcast with Kara. Yeah. You uh, got married and converted to Mormonism. 
And what you always told me was, I was like, wait, you weren't a Mormon before? And you were like, no, I was a liquor salesman when I met Teresa. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> so you true. went from a liquor salesman to a Mormon. Um, yeah. I don't know if your top five list is what, like, Kara's was. It's uh, not. It's okay. not. <laughs> but this is, uh, I, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be the guy who's, um, adjudicating uh mormon issues uh i, I did want to bring this up i have a note on here it's a, under mormonism which for some reason is in all capital letters i heard the comedian pete holmes do a bit do you know who he is i don't he he went to gordon college he's okay. like a christian yeah christian comedian yeah but i don't want to say that he doesn't do like you know churches right he's, yeah, a, he's yeah. a big name comedian he has yep. a brand new special on netflix and uh, I think this is taken from it. I just saw an internet clip. He was talking about how his his ideas of God is changed and how when people find out he believes in God, he has to kind of argue with him about like what we're talking about here. And he finally finds the way to describe it. And it's a quote from someone else, and it is a quote from Barry Taylor, who was the road manager for ACDC. Okay. And his stand-up bit is about, why did it take me hearing this from the road manager for ACDC <laughs> to have a good way to describe this? And here's the quote. God is the name of the blanket we put over mystery to give it shape. Yeah, that's an interesting, it's an interesting way to, to look at it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. All right so do, you want, do you want a two second on that? Or do you yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want, right, I want all your seconds. Because it's, it, it's an interesting, I guess it's an interesting thing, but I don't want, I don't want to get too deep into it. But No, we can. Because I got time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Uh, I didn't want to force you into it, but now that I've tricked you into it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, let me, let me just throw that out there and see if you bite. Um, yeah, you got to keep her. Um, okay, so um, I grew up not in any part of formal religion. You okay. know, my dad was... One religion, my mother was another one. Uh, it canceled each other out because each other's religion said that uh, the other wasn't good enough. So, what were those two religions? Uh, yeah, I don't like to go okay, too deep right, into that. Right. Like I, so, one of the things is, I, I, you know, I, so I grew up very, um, be a good person, but like, I, I was very much against formalized religion and everything else. I didn't like how stuffy it was. I was used to like weddings and funerals and what those were all about. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is not. This is not for me. All right. And um, so, you know, and, and when I met Teresa, you know, we we're in our mid-20s. Uh, you know, we met in a bar, you know, and that's a whole different story. <laughs> but uh, so this was not, it was not in the forefront of things I wanted to do or was interested in or were looking into. So um, when kind of it eventually, she grew up uh, in and out of the church and everything else. So for me, eventually, she, yeah, things were going well. We had the store, we built the house, we had things going well. She's like, you know, I got to go back to church. Like, I feel like I, I knew I was going to go back at some time, so I'm going to go back. And she's like, you can come with me or not. And I'm like, uh, okay, we were still pretty newlyweds at the time. So I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And honestly, for me, it was, it was a very community feel. It was not kind of the stuffy, oppressive experience I had with other churches and everything else. And the thing that kind of got me going into it was just, it's a lot of things you're talking about. Like it was the velvet hook. There were things like people were like helping each other had yeah. kind of similar, like it's, there's a lot of service involved and there's a lot of like, be nice to people. And, and, um, and I think a lot of religions, uh, 
have all sorts of skeletons in the closet. You know, mine, mine too. You yeah, know, and I, yeah. and I know that's a big thing. Um, None you, of them stand up to scrutiny if you want to bring out no. your science textbook or whatever it might be, right? No. But but again, we need a blanket to put over the mysteries, right? Yeah. And some people have blankets that fit. Uh, your your sensibility, your way yeah. of thinking, you know, and I think th- I think there's a lot of stuff that's uh, that's out there that we just don't know. Yeah, like there's gosh, a lot, there's yeah. a ton of unexplained. So for me, um, you know, uh, the structure of the church and and kind of reading scripture and all that sort of stuff um, gave me a structure to to explore those different things, to explore some of like, okay, well. What do I believe? You know, do we yeah. just appear? Do we not appear? You know, all, all these different things. And, you know, you talked about magics and all those different things. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you I know, I've heard that phrase in a while. Thank you for reminding me. I <laughs> yeah, won't right? over explain that, but yes, yeah. the magics. But, yeah. uh, but, but I, so I guess, I guess for me, again, it gives, you know, it's the blanket. It's also a framework. And I also know, having been very skeptical before and everything else, that um, you can't just explain it and you can't just understand it on its, face. I can't just say, Hey, Billy do X, Y, and Z. And you're going to be like, Oh yeah, well that's, that's great. Like it's one of those things you have to experience. Right. And, and I think everyone's had different experiences. Um, and you know, I know Kara's had a a different experience or whatever, and you know, I don't want to get into all her stuff and, and you know, she's a great person and all that sort of stuff. We have different experiences. We see things from different things, but we came to where we are in our lives from different paths. So it only makes sense that you may see things differently. So, and I mean, it, we, I get why, I mean, there's this old quote, I think from a philosopher that says, if God didn't exist, we'd have to invent him. Yeah. And the other night, just over your shoulder, we went to Konomo point. There was a Geminids meteor shower was going on. I uh, left bowling to go pick up my family or to meet them at Konomo it's pitch black, perfect conditions. We went out there, we were watching. It was amazing. You know, it was like two a minute. They were coming constantly. And, you know, it's so rare that I go somewhere pitch black, let my eyes adjust to the darkness and really look up. And then when you look up, it's like, come on. Like, you know, <laughs> come on. Like that. Yeah. What? What's up there? What is, what is going? What am I looking at? Where am I right now? I'm yeah. on some ball that's rocketing through the universe, spinning, yep. circling, chasing this this star that you know the Big Bang started all this, and it, it's expanding like all yeah. these things where it's like no 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 no, I made this up right like there's no way this is all <laughs> simulation this yeah. is all something in my head uh, you know I. That question of, you know, religion, where do we come from or whatever, you know, the science answer is we came from the Big Bang. And it's like, oh, you know, there seems to be, you know, a, a solid argument there. The yeah. the part of the argument that's missing is, well, what was before the Big Bang? Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. I, I think back to when I was younger and I, and I would think of like the expanse of space and I'd like sit there and allow myself to go crazy for a few minutes. Yeah. Like it would get overwhelming. I'd be like, okay, but I got a time, sorry, I got a time out here. Yeah. Because I would just be like you know, you just kind of <laughs> like, I'm insignificant. I'm, yeah. And, and, you know, I think religion, different religions, um, at, again, give a framework and give you some like, okay, I don't know everything. And I can, I can kind of put a frame around what I'm thinking. So I don't spiral out into like craziness. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, I, you know, you, uh, would you say feelings and, and impressions and all uh, those things? Ideas and sensations. There you yes. go. Ideas and, <laughs> and, and really, I think that's another way of talking about, uh, you know, my experience with religion and everything else. So anyway, not to, no, no, too, it's, too I deep mean, down the no, rabbit hole, we but, uh, we're here. I mean, it, uh, and I'll say this about Mormonism. It gets so much crap because it's new, right? Like it, I think I don't know enough about Mormon to advocate or criticize. I just yeah. know that half of it is because, oh, he was just some, I mean, it's weird. He's so recent. Yeah. Um, Joseph Smith, I mean, he owned a printing press, right? Like he, he had a newspaper. Yep. That's how recent it was. So people yep. are like, well, it can't be true because it's that recent. Yeah, and it's it's like oh, but it ha- if it is based on something that's two thousand years old, that a- apparently gives. It, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it yeah, it's I, yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard to explain. It's hard to wrap your head around, and I try and not use my um, try and go in with a little bit of faith and understanding that I don't know it all, and try and not let the detractors. I wouldn't explain it this way now, but when I first joined the church, I'd say, listen, if it's all wrong, if the, if none of this is right, if it's all made up, it's a great way to live your life. A hundred percent. That's so, the thing. And that's, yeah. and that's, and, and honestly, you know, I, I have a feeling that these things are, are right and everything else. Do I know for a hundred percent surety? Nope. You know, as, as much as I don't know a ton of stuff, but I, I do know that it gives me a good guideline for how I'm living my life. And, um, I don't excuse uh, other people, like everything else. People have bad behavior, do bad things or whatever. And, you know, um, you know that, that I think that gives a lot of religions a, wrong, a bad name. And I think, you know, a lot of people do bad things in the name of religion. That's, that's, where, it, that's where it gets crazy. I mean, what's yeah. going on in the Middle East right now, it's just like it, it, it no, you know, there's, there's, Again, not yeah. getting into that. So, uh, but the yeah, I will. I've I've mentioned this a few times. Like my grandmother recently passed away. She was ninety five. She didn't eat for like the last eighty days of her life, and yeah. so it was this quiet end. And she's devoutly Catholic, and she believed in her, her heart wholeheartedly that she was going to heaven, and uh, she was going to see my grandfather. And it was like. If she's wrong, what was the harm in that? Like her end was so peaceful and joyful and and excited. Yeah. Whereas if you know, I, I rely on being sort of a an easy atheist or agnostic. It's like yeah. I don't know what's the fun in that end where you're like I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, uh, the screen going black. Uh, so anyway, let's <laughs> let's send that along, Mark. Hey. Look at us. <laughs> uh, so. See, quick and simple, all light stuff, very surface. <laughs> all right, Mark. Let's hear your top five list. Okay, um, so should I hem and haw like 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 I'm supposed to and everything else? I, yeah, please so do. I I, I I thought about it a lot. And I'm like, ah, do I want to go something light? Ultimately, so it's a little bit more heavy than light, uh, but good, somewhere good. in the middle. I think that's uh, that's those are the best ones in my opinion. Well, and and you know, I thought I'm like, oh, I could do movies or songs or whatever, but. I, I'm really bad at remembering names of movies or songs or bands. Like, okay, like I could hear them and I could, I couldn't tell you. Like, like it could be one of my favorite songs. I wouldn't know what the name of it is. And yeah, it's just the way I am. Do you so. struggle with lyrics too? Like, I'm singing along and I'm like, I don't know what yeah. this is about. And sometimes people will point things out and be like, Yeah, that song's about uh, someone being raped. And I'm like, Oh, it, it is. Have yeah. I been? Have I been blasting that for <laughs> right? So that's that's uh, that's Teresa and the kids. Like. They know all the words, and Callum will be like, "Oh, what what's that about? Like, what are they talking about?" And I'm like, "Huh?" And I explained it to them one day. I'm like, "All right, guys, I, 
when I'm listening to a song, I don't actually hear the lyrics a lot. Uh, even if I'm singing the lyrics, yeah. like the right ones, the singing or the words, lyrics are like another instrument to me. Yeah. Like that's, that's the way I kind of take it in. Not so much the words, even though I can, it's hard to explain and yeah. conceptualize, it's, but it's it, like, but it's, it's like a feeling you're, you're, yeah. you're tapping into how that song makes you feel more so than what that song's about. Yeah. Like that whole campaign to cancel baby it's cold outside recently, where it's like, that's oh. just an ongoing sexual assault. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, but it's it's such a fun song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the right, answer gonna, is no. I was going to make okay, a joke on that, anyway, but maybe I won't. Uh, all right, <laughs> all right. Top so, five. all right. So here we go. I, I I'm going to put my. Uh, I, I don't even know how to title this. So these are my top five kind of life lessons for personal interactions and happiness. You asked me early on, kind of like how I am or why I am or whatever. Yeah. So. And also what you're hiding, but okay. Yeah, and what I'm hiding. Uh, <laughs> sadly, not a lot. I mean, that, that's the part that makes me really boring, but um, okay. So uh, so some of these have kind of sub things. They're, it was probably longer than five, but um, all right. So number one is, um, and this again, in interactions, it's, it's to seek for understanding. So if there's a, a miscommunication, if there's a, a scuffle or something like that, um, and, 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 and this has come more kind of as I've been a manager of people, I've got a bunch of people, you know, diff, different departments. And it's like, all right, very rarely is something as black and white as it seems on the surface. And very rarely is it um, uh, in line with whatever emotion I'm feeling at the time. Okay. So like um, I had a guy that used to work for me and I just was, I just frustrated with him all the time. And, you know, one of the, one of the things, one of the trainings they did was to say, you know, uh, think of that person, you know, as their family does, like, you know, he's coming home or they're coming home and, you know, what is, what does the family think of them? So it's, yeah, you know, where, how did they get there? You know, that kind that kind of thing. So, um, and, um, uh, hold on, uh, your buddy yesterday, why am I blanking on his name? See, I told you, I forget things. The Danimal? The Danimal. Danimal. Yes. Sorry, Dan. Okay. Um, you know, he was getting to some of this, uh, yesterday about, about understanding, like, where people are coming from, from, or what they're saying, or what their intention is. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Um, uh, so I don't know. Maybe this is number two. Um, active listening. That's so. This is life lessons for personal interaction and everything else. Um, I found out. I, I discovered that um, so much of my life I spent uh, not hearing what someone else was saying. And then just like formulating my response and just waiting for them to be done. Yeah. Uh, I, um, uh, <laughs> like, I think I know what you're talking about. Just waiting for my chance to talk. I'll tell you part of the reason I do this show is because it's so gratifying for me to listen. And when I do edit it, it's just to get rid of me. So half the crap I've already said is me is gone. Oh, awesome. Well, good. That's more me. That's nice. Uh, but, I, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a skill and, um, it's one I wound up, you know, I, I go back and forth between like, uh, you know, whatever books, you know, just fluff stuff. And then uh, then sometimes management books and a lot of times kind of psychology books and everything else. And that was one I, I somehow got onto. I don't know if the whole book was about it, but I was like, oh, man, I just I suck at listening. This is <laughs> this is not my and I, that's I was in sales and, and management and, and I'm like, I. I have no idea what people are saying and I like, how can I, yeah, anyway. So, so yeah, it, it, I've, I've actively worked on active listening and it's, it, and when you're talking to fun. someone who's a good active listener, if it's so gratifying for you, you're, you're giving them something, you're asking follow-ups, you're listening to who they are and, and you know, that it's like how with the kids now feeling seen, right? It's like, yeah. thank you for just, thank you for listening, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, 
Anyway. Uh, all right. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it, it takes work. I like this. Okay. All right. Uh, number three. Um, okay. Uh, this is, uh, forgiving doesn't mean you're willing to open yourself up to more abuse or bad behavior. Ooh. Can't change the past. Ooh. So, yeah, it's, uh, I know it's kind of a big Is there, big is there, I mean, you don't have to tell me, but is there a, a something that made you write that on that list? No. I, so I've dealt with, um, peripherally um, people that have dealt with a lot of bad behavior in different ways. Okay. And, um, and kind of seen their process of going through it and everything else. And, and when you're, when you've been hurt by someone or if something bad, bad has happened and they're oblivious, the other person's oblivious to it. Like the person that did whatever, um, staying mad at that person only hurts you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, like they're 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 all la di da doing their thing, and you're you're sitting there in misery because you know. Um, so at that point, it, you know you can say, okay, I, I, and that's the perspective taking and understanding and all that sort of stuff. It's like, all right, I understand that they're like the worst person in the world. You know, they they had X, Y, and Z happen to them, and this and that, and you know, I, I don't forgive, or I, I forgive what it is. I understand it. I'm not going to put myself in that situation again. You know. Um, so it's, it's not making yourself vulnerable without closing yourself off completely. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. um, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a big thing. So, uh, you know, this is like the midlife, like here's where, I, and I, I, and I think it's like, once you hit like your forties and you start to get to that point of like, I don't, I don't care what everyone thinks anymore. Yeah. I think that's, this is like all part of that stuff, right? Yeah. It's like the, what do I care? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not trying to impress anyone anymore or anything, you know, it's. So I love getting old in that regard where I'm like, I just yeah. don't, I just don't care, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, and it's a fine line between like, I don't care. And I'm going to like, I don't care if I like uh, screw up your life and, and piss you off and everything else. It's more like a, uh, I, you know, I don't care. It's water off my back, you know? And, uh, again, it's not always that way. Like it's, I'm like, I'm not always calm, cool and collected. Most people that are close to me that, um, have seen me go off the handle, know that it takes a while, but once it happens, it's... Well, it's, I would like to see that. I can't even picture that. <laughs> it gets, I'm going to try and make that happen. Yeah, it could get, get ugly. <laughs> it could get ugly. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Four, uh, love unconditionally, um, which is, uh, again, same thing, just appreciating people for where they are. Um, so, uh, again, D- Dan hit on a few things um, what, I, I got to say, I mean, yeah. uh, the, Danny nailed it, right? Like yeah. he came in, you know what, and you know what that is? And he'll be the first to tell you that's a product of going to therapy. Yeah. He he definitely is self-reflective and aware and happy and in the moment. And it made me, my wife always tries to tell me I'd benefit from therapy. And I'm like, but I have you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not to go back down this uh, road again, but a, a lot of the people that have gone through therapy or have uh, gone through substance abuse of different kinds and go yeah. through like AA and all that sort of stuff. A lot of it is that, you know, there's a religion at, um, element to it, but it's more of that like self-reflection and understanding where you are, where other people are, appreciating where they are, and that most people aren't going around trying to hurt other people and yeah. do bad things. Um, usually it's because they're in whatever situation they're in. But um so, uh, so some of the stuff that Dan was talking about yesterday, um, or sorry, I listened to it yesterday, whenever, whenever that was yeah, a couple yeah. days ago, um, he was talking about understanding where people are from. And it w- reminded me of, uh, uh, one of the books I really like. And the author is talking about, you know, someone's going through a hard time 
and um, someone else is having a hard time, and then they, you know they felt bad about having a hard time while someone else was. And and her point was, there there's no like there's no like uh, quantity or or quota on like bad feelings. Like just because I'm feeling bad doesn't take away from your feeling bad or the other way. Or or conversely, my happiness. I, if you're happy and like I'm happy, it's like it's not like I'm taking away from like oh right. sorry so we've already hit 100 percent of ha- happiness yeah. so we're gonna have to take some of Billy's happy away so that uh, Mark can be happy. And I struggle with that. So I, I'm naturally competitive, so I think uh-huh. like oh if if they're succeeding that then I'm failing. It's like right. oh there's plenty plenty to go around. Right? Yeah, you know I uh, yeah yeah well and that's why I say like these are like 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 take a long time to get to kind of. I'm glad you, you did this, though. I mean, the fact that you can get to this point and write these, because I'll tell you, as a host of this show, one of the benefits is I don't have to answer these <laughs> questions. <laughs> I don't know that I, I could come up with something as simple and, and and profound as what you're doing right here. So props to you. Well, I, I appreciate it. And, 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 yeah, it's, and this is the stuff I love anyway. So I'm like, okay, this is a good way to reason to reflect on it. All right, so number five is um, there is freedom within the, uh, within the confines of, of boundaries. I like that. So, yeah. In in I think part of the reason people tend to be unhappy um is there's um no expectation or they don't want they think they don't want to have an expectation or a boundary or a limit or anything like that and really I think ultimately if that's the case like you, you don't know where the end is. Yeah. So you're yeah. always on the cliff some way or another. So I think having some sort of limitation, whether it's um, whether it's a limitation you put on yourself or it's a limitation that's imposed geographically or by whatever um, situation you're in. And I just hit the table when you told me not to. No, no, I told you. Uh... <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so I, I, I think there's a, a, a I think there's a lot of because and this is one thing I get from Callum kind of like understanding like some, uh, some of the stuff that he does and goes through and everything else. This is, is your fifth grade. So. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and he is brilliant and sweet and like mind numbingly like, uh, he, he's he, on, he's on all the time, Yeah, but he wants to know all the boundaries. Like he wants to know where, where all the, all the corners are and everything else so huh. that he can like, uh, get to every corner of, of a thing. Yeah. So like if we'll say, Hey, uh, don't do, you know, don't do this. He'll be like, well, what if this? And what if that? And and because he'll then feel more comfortable. He is like that, isn't he? Yeah. Anytime like he's at my house and he'll be like, uh, I'll be like, you guys want some cookies? And he'll be like, how many can we have? Yeah. Why is Jake having three? You said two. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, that, and that's the other part is he wants to, so he wants to know what the limit is. And then he wants to like, he wants you to stick to that. Like, I'm telling you, this kid reminds I mean, he's got an innate uh, sense of uh, fairness, you yes. know, and uh, and when he's and and yeah, I it's he's he's a yep, he's a character, and I and I you know sometimes when he's up in my grill and I'm like God, Callum, I feel like I'm <laughs> looking into a mirror right here, yep, like because yep. uh, he's so smart, I you can't win an argument sometimes. No. It's like how did you come around the back with that argument now? Right. Like, yeah, yeah that's also true. But I find myself with him off and doing, um, cause I said so, right. Like uh-huh. I'm like the yep. adult here, right. Yep. Cause he's not, he's going to push, he's going to push. And, uh, yep. Yep. and that's not even enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He's, he's, uh, he's savvy. Um, yes. Well, those were Mark. I got to say, those were profound. You nailed it. And, uh, and I knew you would, you know, and <laughs> it, it's been still. fun. You've been a good friend to me for a long time. You've been out, you were a listener to remembering I'm an animal on this podcast. And I feel like 
one of the fun reasons of transitioning this where I can have different people on is like, I know there's been a lot of people listening who want to come, who want their chance at, at doing these things. And you, uh, uh, um, I feel gratitude to be able to do this and have people like you on and like share you with others, right? You're now going to go out uh, and, you know, you're going to run into people like, hey, I like you now know all about the Danimal, right? <laughs> That's like, it. Uh, That's it. That's good. Uh, and people are going to get to know Mark Whitman. So Mark Whitman, thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to send that. On. I don't know. I'm too dependent on this button. Um, I did That's it again. good. It's your confine. There you it, go. <laughs> it, you know what it is? It, 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 it really is. I li like what you were just saying, that idea of having limits. So. I've been a newspaper reporter forever, and that is the most handcuffed, restricted form of writing on the planet. Yep. And I complain about it, but I, I enjoy pushing up against the walls. And when the walls were down, I wrote a book. And if I said one, if I have one regret about the book, I swear too much in the book. Huh. My mom was mad at me about it, and uh, and several other people have pointed it out. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And it was because yeah, they were like, yeah, you can swear. And it was like telling a, a four year old they're allowed to uh, cuss, and I yeah. probably had too many in it. And um, and I really I used to teach journalism, and I would. I, I probably taught like four different semesters in the first semester. I'd be like, all right, your first assignment, write a feature about anything you want. And they would just flail. They wouldn't know what to do. And by the end, it was like, write a feature about your, your next door neighbor, yep. you know? And it was yep. like, oh, thank you for those parameters. <laughs> and now they're like, all right, I could do the neighbor on this side or the neighbor on that side, yep. uh, the one across the street. So um, I get it. So, uh, all right, let's move on, Mark. Yes, sir. To uh, some Proust questions. Okay. Uh, there, we have many, and you're actually going to get a few written by Marcel Proust himself. We'll All pretend right. I said that right. All right, Mark. <laughs> this is not his. I came up with this. Just right. props to me. It's a good one. Mark, if you had to choose a new first name, what would it be? Yeah, that's tricky. All right, so I'll, I'm going to go with an easy one, which is uh, my, my father's joke. I told you that one of seven, my father's joke was, you know, I, I really want to name you and your brother Noah and more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for my dad, I guess I would go with Noah. All right, Noah. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, Mark, which historical figure do you most identify with? Oh, most. Hmm. And this is a Bruce question. Yeah, this. Um, so I, this sounds really cocky, and I don't mean it to. And and and, and I'm okay. I all right, I'm not going to qualify all of my answers. Right, yeah, I'll try no, to no. stop doing that. Uh, uh, you know what, Nikola Tesla. Ooh, good one. Uh, only because I feel like he was always trying to find the next thing and find a different thing. Like that's that's the stuff that really uh, makes my brain tick. Great answer, uh, Mark. What occupation would you most like to try? No, I really like what I'm doing. Um, How lucky are you to be able to say that? Good for you. I, I, yeah, it's it, it's a rare thing. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's nice when that happens. All right, I'm not uh, gonna let you off the hook. Other yeah. than your current occupation. Uh, so uh, so every time I go to a concert, I uh, secretly want to be in a in a band. So you and uh, I have secretly uh, schemed this forever. <laughs> we were gonna become singers. We yeah. were gonna do all these things, and it still hasn't happened. Mark so. is a singer and uh, and uh, a musician, and I'm not. But I. Uh, it's one of the magics for my previous podcast that I go. want to unlock inside of me. Um, Mark, if you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be? 
person or a thing. Probably a couch. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That's a that's a hard one. Dude. I mean, these are all hard, and unfortunately, you're the first to hear yeah, these. A lot yeah, of these like, have been through the 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 mill before, and uh, you may have prepared whether you knew or not. But in this yeah. case, you didn't have time. So Mark's gonna be a couch, everyone. Yeah, I yeah, I, honestly, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm like, wow, Who doesn't love a couch? Uh, though, right? right? Yeah, there you go. People sit on you and spill yeah. on you and. Oh, yeah. Oh wait, let, <laughs> forget it. Yeah, yep. see, now I knew I was going to regret I mean, that one. You know, okay, hey, that's all right. So ver- we're sitting right next to one right <laughs> now, it, and it's it's ver- it's <laughs> lovely. It's like, uh, I feel like there's movies about that, right? It's just like a. <laughs> and I will say, quick plug: where we're sitting is in uh, uh, what was what Teresa's aunt's apartment. Yeah. Yep. And she passed away, and it's about to become an Airbnb, and it is lovely. And I know many Thank people you. are always looking for uh, an Airbnb, and I can assure you, the couch hasn't been spilled upon. Uh, no. No. Everything's like shiny and new. Yeah. And, uh, it's well, we've wonderful. been doing this for almost a year, so it's we've had people through here even. Oh, really? people have stayed here. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, all right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Oh man. So I, I uh, yeah, I've, I've, I'm going to go superficial. I've always struggled with my weight. Like I, I, okay. I, I would, I, I would like to know my life without having had to do all that and kind of, um, yeah, I just wish I was more healthy. Okay. So that's a, well, don't confuse weight with health, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, I and that's, a, yeah. So, I mean, I, so Yesterday we did the the sauna thing, and yep. you were you were clearly referencing it a lot that you were self conscious. Yes, mean, and that that's a lifelong thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was I was I was bigger than I am now in high school. So imagine okay. that, right? So right. I'm not a small guy <laughs> for those guys that haven't met or seen me. So, um, so yeah, so it, so it's been it's been a lifelong thing, and I've I've had periods of time where I've been uh, more uh, in shape and and physically active and everything else, but more or less this has been... Well, we talked yesterday. I'm going to start dragging you to the Y, right? I'm yeah. going to become a Y guy, and uh, and I'm going to drag you along. There so you go. Um, not that that... Everyone has this issue. I have... Everyone has it, right? And yep. and it's... I think at some point, again, I'm married to a, a, a psychologist who's not yet a psychologist, but is studying to be a psychologist and always been a psychologist. And I mean, she'll... She has a great way of like affirming you in those moments this is my wife Lori, and i mean like what she would say is like um like you know it's silly to tie your happiness into that feeling right uh yeah you have all these great qualities but also and this isn't something she would say, but I know it's true. It's like I think in those moments when, yeah, when I have my shirt on the beach and I'm like, oh god, I don't, I don't feel super comfortable. And right now, it's like people really aren't thinking about you, right? They're yeah. thinking about themselves. You think yeah. they're thinking about you and judging you, and they're going to go home and whisper about you. But it's like, no, they're not. They're caught up in their own bullshit. They're caught up in going home and saying to their spouse, "Oh god, I felt so gross on the beach today with my shirt yeah. off," right? Yeah. Like. Uh, and those people that have that body confidence who don't care, I mean, we should all aspire to get there. Okay, we'll move on yeah. uh, to a happy thought, which is <laughs> when and where were you happiest? Again, you're getting all the Bruce yeah, questions. Yeah. These, uh, are the, these are hard ones that have not come up before. Yeah, no, so um, here, um, honestly, the, 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 
this is the cliche answer, but uh, when I got married and when my kids were born. Yeah. I mean, I just, when, when Maggie was born and then, and then Callum, I didn't know that I could love another like being the way, like you love your wife it in its, in its, in its like uh, always and forever and all that sort of stuff. But loving a kid is like, yeah, it's, it's not like nothing I'd ever experienced before. So that's like, I, I try and tap in with that and, and, and the kids are great. So, yeah. So when I'm, when I can get out of my own head and, and, and like fully enjoy them and everything else, like any time with them is, is uh, that's it. And, and with Teresa, like the, yeah like when our family unit's ticking and everything is going well, like nothing better. Kids are the best. This came up the other day in my house. My kids were surprised to hear this, but when Charlie was born, I was so immediately protective of him that I carried him home from the hospital. I was afraid to put him <laughs> wow. in a car. Yeah. Wow. That's that's saying something. Yeah. I walked him along the Charles River from Mount Auburn Hospital to our house in Cambridgeport. Can't uh, really do that uh, from Beverly Hospital to here, but you know. <laughs> uh, by the second kid, which was born in Beverly, I was like, he's fine. Yeah. Just put him in there. <laughs> yeah. They'll get there eventually. Yeah. Put him, throw him in an Uber. Yeah. We can leave them out in the cold. They're, 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 they're more resilient than we think they are. Uh, Mark, which talent would you most like to have? Which talent? Uh, I, I'd like to. I'd actually like to be able to play the instruments that I've attempted to play over <laughs> the years. So I'm okay at piano. I'm okay at playing guitar. But I, I'd I'd really like to be able to just like pick them up and play them. Okay. Uh, other than your family, what is the greatest love of your life? Wow. It's the greatest moment. I don't know, Billy. That's a okay. like. Oh, wait, is it like an object? Is it like a? Is it like a? I don't know. Ask it's it. Like, it. Well, I stole that. That's a priest question. That one just says. I think it says. What is the greatest love of your life? I yeah. put other than your family because I yeah, don't want to yeah. give you an easy out. Yeah, I was like, I, I just answered that, Billy. Um, <laughs> um, I think, I think that just uh, something's with, popped into your head. What yeah, is it? Yeah, I, I think it. I'm just gonna go with like uh, <laughs> honestly the 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 thing I, I really like is is like this kind of stuff, like being able to talk about things or or to explore things yeah. or. So I think interactions or things that stimulate my mind is is yeah is what I love. Like that's isn't like, this great? Like putting on the headphones and the mics. This is like an enclosed space. It's yeah. the most intimate conversations I've yeah. ever had have been on this. I mean, I mean, again, hey, hey look at this. All right, Mark. Uh, this generated a lot of controversy after the Danimal answered it. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's quite mad at him. But uh, what is the largest animal you think you could beat in a fight? Okay. Um, I think this one I have thought about a little bit. And I'm going to go back to uh, the original podcast. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to go with a deer. Yeah. I think a deer is where, like, like they're big enough and muscular enough that I feel like there'd be some of a challenge. But I think I could take them. Yeah. I, so I, at least the deer we have around here. Too. Dan said a wolf, and uh, that is incorrect. Yeah. I, <laughs> I I I was questioning that one, too. Yeah. I, I mean, he was on the spot. but Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, right. I get that. Mark, how would you like to die? Oh, without me knowing about it. Okay. Yeah. 
I have an answer for this. Can I answer this yeah, one? Yeah, please. It, it, it popped up to, uh, today because I was writing this down. Is this a Bruce question? I don't know. Um, I'd like to die saving someone else. Oh. You know, like those, those moments. I mean, it stinks, but I mean, yeah. if it's like, yeah, if it'd be like, yeah, he died, you know, jumping in after those two kids that he saved. Uh, yeah. Oh, so I they don't have want to, it to, to survive too, though. I mean, true, true, <laughs> true. But even if they don't, you yeah. know, it's a noble death. No, uh, I, I agree. That's that's good. Mark, what would be your death row meal? Death row meal. Oh, hold on. I, I did think about this. I don't remember what it was. Um, You know, so I, I like the animal. I do like to cook. Uh, So I would probably have chicken piccata. Okay. And uh, you could probably have some pasta in there. But honestly, just the chicken in the, the that would be that would be perfect. All right, and maybe some banana cream pie. That's good too. Ooh, all yeah. right, all right. I'll come near death. Row. There we go. <laughs> so Thank you. Electrocution. It's <laughs> a buffet, right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, might, might as well. All right, Mark. If your house were on fire and you could run in and save one thing, what would it be? And all the living things are alive. Yeah. I, I, so I, I'm with. I think with everyone else on this too. I don't think there's anything I'd really. I think when I was younger, I would say I would have had a whole list and like had a hard time parsing yeah. it out. At this point, I'm like, it's most everything is stuff. Yeah, and 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 the fact that we like all the photos and everything are digital and everything now, it's like even that. Like I, there, uh, the digital ones, I don't ever look at them. Like I right. don't even know where they are. You right. know, like uh, I found a, a great photo the other day of my friend Mark and I, and in, in I think we're in college, and I brought it to his house, and I stuck it on his like uh, bulletin board. And left it there because I was like, I've already got my endorphin hit from finding this and seeing yep. it. And now it's moved on and like, yeah. Yeah. And he can throw it away or do whatever or I can see it next time I'm there. But yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's all stuff. There's nothing I would, I, I, yeah. Mark, you probably have many answers to this, but if you had to enter a talent show, what would your talent be? Okay. So um, so I'm not going to go with singing and everything else because that would normally be it. My favorite thing to do, honestly, is, is the geekiest thing, which is I love. <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah, here. Uh, I love wordplay and puns. Like that, okay. that was just. Now it's not a, 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 a talent that you can just put out there, but like you could write something. I, uh, I no, and that's the other thing. I don't. Uh, I, I don't so much. Couldn't so much write it. It just has to be on the spot, and it's like the worst. And like the 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 the. The worse it is, the better it is. I, I always say to everyone, I'm like, I, I don't care if you laugh at this. This is really, this is for me. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> and, the groan you're, yeah, you're going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going for. That's my talent. Okay, this next one, I'm going to revise the wording on this okay. fly, which it, it, it says, which conspiracy theory is so believable it might be true. Um, yeah, we'll just stick with that. Wh- which one, uh, which conspiracy theory do you have a weird tingle might actually be true? Okay, my, 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 my recent rabbit hole, just because I like to... Read all sorts of crazy stuff we about all do. it. Yeah, aliens. Okay, I I don't even think that's a conspiracy there anymore. I, it's I, coming out. I, well, that's you know, it's like so many other things. There's like there's so much information out there, and you can fake so much things and everything else. And I I think I'll just go back to the 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 notion of the universe is so big and everything else. It's almost uh, it's almost hubristic to say you know we're the only ones. Right. Right. So, you know how close they've ever come or not, or whatever they've been here or not. I, I don't know, but. You know, that whole notion is uh, is crazy enough to be true, and I think it probably is. Okay, let's move on. Your, your spouse, your wife, Teresa. Yes. Good friend of mine, good friend of my wife's. She's been kidnapped. 30 yep. minutes later, the kidnappers dump her on the street because she won't stop talking about what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to go with the... Oh, 
I'm going to keep myself out of trouble. I'm going to say um, she's she doesn't stop quoting movie lines. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say something to do with being on the school board. <laughs> I said I was going to stay out of trouble. <laughs> yeah. that. Thank you for your service, all who go into those meetings and uh, yeah. argue politely forever. Uh, but, uh, okay. Mark, what song will always get you on the dance floor? Wait, hold on. Let me go back. What movie? Yeah. What I don't, I don't know that I've ever heard Teresa quoting movie lines of these, like comedies or oh, what is she? Yeah. Like, yeah, she, everything. Mostly... Honestly, a lot of uh, mid to late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Are, yeah. That's her sweet spot. Yeah, that's her sweet spot. Okay. Uh, Mark, what song will always get you on the dance floor? Uh, what did Danimal say yesterday? I'm going with that. Honestly, I don't remember the names of songs. It, it has to be the okay. right beat and everything else. It, it, it'll usually be uh, uh, Teresa saying, come on, let's go dance. Okay. Uh, that would be it. You're that easy. Mark, yeah. who is your all-time movie star crush? Um, oh. Told you I always forget things, so I have to. Okay, write them you down have a note that. on this. Okay, I did because I, like I knew this. I was going to forget. Uh, Natalie Portman. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you my Natalie Portman story? Yeah. Okay. So my friends, uh, Brendan and what's your Lawrence, um, um, these two Irish guys opened a bar in Harvard Square called Daedalus. Okay. And oh yeah, we. All right, because I used to that used to be one of my customers way back. Oh when okay. Yeah, I yeah. know them. The Hopkins. Okay, so. Uh, Daedalus is the guy who flew too close to the sun, his wings melted, uh, maybe, or is that Icarus? It's Icarus. Maybe Daedalus is Icarus's son. Anyway. Uh, Daedalus is the father, I think. Anyway. Moving on. Go, uh, go. The, uh, so when they opened it, the first thing they had was someone from like the Boston Ballet make a Daedalus costume for me. And I walked around Harvard Square trying to recruit people to come in. I got so blindly drunk the one and only night I did this <laughs> that they canceled that plan. <laughs> Moving on, I became the doorman uh, the first week it was open, yeah. and uh, they 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 were like, "Look, we want we don't want this to be an undergrad bar where people think they can sneak in. We want like grad students, right? There's tons of them around Harvard. We want grad students. Kick them all out, right? So I'm standing at the door, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no." It's this girl steps up, hands me her ID. I look down, and it says like, you know. Rachel Jones or something. I look up and it's Natalie Portman. <laughs> and I just hold it in front of her. I'm like, this isn't you. And Natalie Portman, she was a freshman at Harvard. She grabs the ID out of my hand and walks right by me into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I go get my buddies, the owners, and I'm like, hey, so uh, I just let Natalie Portman in. And we all know she's she's like the most famous freshman yeah. in Harvard history. She had just done the first uh, Star Wars prequel. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, uh, we'll allow that one. So, Natalie, you, uh, <laughs> you awesome. walk right by me. Uh, Mark, if you had to enter a competitive eating contest, what would you want the food to be? Um, I thought about this one, too. What was it? Uh, pizza. Okay. We'll go pizza. Mark, if you could give me one book to read, what would it be? To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, which uh, is Maggie reading that right now? Charlie's uh, reading it. Yeah, so we, so uh, Teresa, Maggie, and I read it together. We we do a lot of like out loud reading and stuff. Okay, with the kids even still uh, not as much with Maggie anymore. But um, so we read that together a few years ago, and then we went to see the play when they came to Boston and everything else. But yeah, okay. they're, they're reading it now. They're reading it. Yeah. And my son, Charlie's reading it. He came down the other night, like at like 1130 and I had him watching a movie and I was like, what are you still doing awake? And he just went, 
To Kill a Mockingbird is so good. And I was like, that's, that's, I'm so glad that you're enjoying it and it doesn't feel like a chore. Problem is, he then is like, they're just beating it to death. All we're doing is analyzing yeah. and talking and all that. And I, I'm now like hating it again. Yeah. English majors, the worst. <laughs> uh, Mark, would you be happy if your kids grew up to be just like you? Yeah, I think I would. Okay. That's a good thing to say. Uh, if you could live in another country, which would you choose? Um, Either uh, England or the Netherlands. Okay. I think. I think I'd go with England too. Mark, what did you want to be when you were a kid? I wanted, uh, I think I said a plumber at one point. But honestly, I think uh, if I had to do it over again, and and it's kind of what I, uh, trades of some sort, like doing something with your hands. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, uh, I went to Steve Buckley's house the other night to yeah. pick something up. And he... He turned the tree in front of his house into a Christmas tree. It's not a Christmas tree shaped tree. He yeah. climbed to the top of it and like ran like strands of lights down, and it was the coolest thing ever. And I bring it up because he owns a tree company and he's yeah. very hands on and does all the stuff. And I'm like, oh, kind of showing off that you have a bucket truck, Steve. And he's like, <laughs> no, I climbed it. And I'm like, see that that <laughs> yeah. skill. I mean, scary high tree. Oh, and yeah. I was like, what? Why'd you climb that tree? Anyway. Uh, Mark, if you could take a road trip with any three people, living or dead, who who would you take? Where would you go? And what car would you drive? Okay. Um, take where I go. I think I would take. Honestly, all right. I'm gonna go with my family, and I would do a, a cross country trip. Um, doing, uh, you know, the uh, not Winnebago. Yeah, the Winnebago. One one of those type of deals. Okay. Uh, Mark, beach or mountains? Beach. That is the correct answer. Mark, <laughs> what's one thing you always keep in your car? Water. Okay. What harmful things are being taught to children? Oh, let's get us both canceled right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a hard one, Billy. Uh, I, I think that we're, uh, kids might be getting a little too like, um, oh, you can't say that, or you can't do that without thinking about it. Like, I, so I guess not being critical thinkers. I okay. think that's the dangerous thing is 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 just kind of drinking the Kool-Aid rather than Yeah, too many thinking. things are off limits and you're not allowed to question yeah. or whatever. And, and I, think, doctrine. I, I think there are things that can be off limits and, and that can be fine, but like understand why they're off limits more so than just like, no, that's the worst thing and that's bad. Like yeah. my kids when they were younger thought like if I said, you know, damn, that I was swearing. I'm like, well, uh, we just didn't swear around them. Yeah. So. So your kids, well, maybe not your kids. Have you noticed kids like that the word sucks is now allowed amongst kids? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wasn't that a bad word that. when we were I think like, so. like they come home, they're like, yeah, it's just normal. And I hear it in like kids programming. Yeah. It sucks. I'm fine with it. Uh, Mark, if you could choose anyone alive, dead or fictional to be the next president of the United States, who would you choose? The Rock. I love it. <laughs> I heard him on Joe Rogan the other day, and he said he was approached. He oh, it's fascinating. He said I was approached by one of the political parties. I yep. won't say which one to run for president, which was frightening. Yeah, his words, you uh -huh, know, like just uh -huh. startling. And he said even more so was they had all this data to show basically that I would win, which is also concerning. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, at this that's, point, that's I'll go where with we are. Rock. Yeah, Mark. Aliens land and ask you to take them to one place to understand your people. Where do you take them? Market basket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We'll send that along, Mark. Uh, And we've arrived already at our final segment. Wow. Uh, which used to be called High Low Goal Crush Pain Surprise. It's now called High Low Right Wrong Surprise. So uh, this grew out of uh, blah, 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 something to do with juggling conventions. I've revised it. And now what's going to happen is I'm going to give you a framework and you are going to tell me the high, the low, what uh, people have right, what people have wrong about it, and what's surprising. So, Mark, you're a twin. I am. So, Mark... What's the high of being a twin? Oh, interesting. Um, I think it's it's been so. Growing up, I always had someone to play with, right? Okay. I, always, I always had a buddy. I always had someone. Um, and I think now, you know, it's funny. We got we've gone through different periods in our life. Sometimes we'll like call each other every day. Yeah. And then we'll go through periods where we don't talk for months at a time. Okay. But Are you identical twins? Yeah, we're identical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Although now you would say you have a strong family resemblance. We know your brothers, but you wouldn't necessarily say you okay. guys are twins. But when you were like younger, could people not tell oh, you yeah. apart? Okay. Until we were like kindergarten or first grade, my mom put us like in the same clothes and she put like our initials on our okay. collars. And stuff. Yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, it was a thing. All right. But uh, do you ever yeah. wonder if you got switched at some point? What's your brother's name? Chad. What is it? Chad. Chad. All right. Yep. Do you ever wonder if you were actually Chad when you were younger and somehow or another you just got switched? No. Okay. Yeah. No. It's going to go. You know what I mean? Now. Like, yeah. yeah like, no, that's, uh, that's like, like, that's like thinking about like, uh, the vastness of the universe again. I can't do that. So that's <laughs> no. funny. Okay, Chad. Um, so, uh, all right. So, uh, what's the low of being a twin? Um, uh, again, when I was a kid, it was more. Um, your whole identity is tied to another person. Okay. So, so it's like, you know, so like you just said, okay, Chad, like when I was, and I just had this conversation the other day, if someone said to me, Hey Chad, you know, and I knew I wasn't going to have anything more than like a high or whatever, I just say, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, and just keep going. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't until college that people like knew me as just me and and there was more of the, the surprise that oh you got a twin you okay know. so you went to separate colleges yeah was that intentional um yeah yeah i think so and I, was it do, do you remember it being like weird um to be apart from him for the first time it, it was but it was it was one of those things like literally we didn't talk for months and and, and um just because we were just kind of is totally different yeah. right and uh, and I remember, I think it, it might have even been the first time we tried to call each other. I got his voicemail right away, and we eventually figured out it's because we tried to call each other at the exact same time, like after a couple of months. Oh wow! Yeah. So ooh, that's so, like an ET and Elliot yeah. moment. I like those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, um, Mark. What do people have right about being a twin, and what do people have wrong? Um, let's see. I think. Um, let's see. Do they have right? I, you know, I think, I think people have the notion that like you have a buddy or you have, you know, um, so I think that part, like you have someone that you're really close to. And and I think that's the case for most twins. Okay. Um, the wrong part, I think, um, especially with identical twins that they, you know, any notion that you're exactly the same, you know, it's, it's, we're very different in a lot of ways. We're very the same in a lot of ways, but we're very different in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, so. All right. So, and finally, what is a surprise? Like, what what is what would I be surprised to know about growing up and being still to this day a twin? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, my surprise now is that you're, you know, not that you're not close, but you're not like joined at the hip close. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, 
yeah, and, I, and and there were times where like that we literally worked at the same places a bunch of times. Okay. And, um, I went to the the liquor company I worked for and was a salesman for. Like he came in and worked there after, like okay. like right behind me and everything else. So th- th- there were periods of time like that. So okay. Um, but in your words, surprise. What what would I be surprised to learn about it? Um. Maybe that there are like those, some of those twin things, like I just said, like you know, every once in a while there's these weird, unusual things that will happen. Like you know, again, we'll, we call each other at the same time, or we would show up wearing the same thing, or you know, there's this weird, like I don't want to say ESP, but like some sort of weird co- connection yeah, yeah. sometimes that you don't, uh, that like, yeah, it's it's legit, it's 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 real. Oh, that's so, awesome! So, I you got a little goosebumps here. <laughs> I, I mean. Yeah. I love that. Uh, all right, Mark. Well, that that brings us to the uh, the the end of our oh, show. The music again. I like I, it. I know uh, that was a wonderful. Crowded hour. You're awesome. Uh, and uh, and I thank you for always supporting my. Uh, I mean, initially it was podcasts like no one is listening, and then Mark Whitman would be like, "I'm listening." I was like, oh, "Crap!" <laughs> the okay. Tagline. Uh, so, uh, how do you think it went? How was it? Great. Yeah, it's it's great to see like Billy in his element doing your thing. Right? I mean, it's just. It's, it's impressive, Billy. The it's, best part is, you know, highlighting y'all. And uh, <laughs> this was a fun one for me. So uh, uh, thank you, Mark. Thank you, listeners. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, I got nothing. You yeah. got anything? I'll be listening. Bye. <laughs> See ya.